playing the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> All I know from the Canadian Nat- National Anthem is, oh, oh, Canada is a line, is it? Yeah. Oh, is Canada. That what it's called? Uh, great <laughs> and something land. Yeah, and it doesn't help that this week they sung it in French. So there was no, yeah. ch- there was no chance of going to it. I kind of had the South Park one in my head more. <laughs> which is uh, Blame Canada. <laughs> I heard it three times live when I was in Canada. Really? Well, I don't I think I've ever heard it live in the UK, like the UK national anthem. Sorry, English national anthem. Is it? Hang on, I got confused. Forget it, move on. <laughs> it's the UK, but I'm the same. It's the UK. The first thing I ever heard it live was last year when I was at Silverstone. Like, I've never right. heard it ever. <laughs> but then you walk around Canada and you hear it. That's weird. Well, no, uh, before every sporting event, they, they do the, the oh, Canadian national anthem. Oh, you see some. And, right. Well, they do the American national anthem first and then the Canadian one because right. all their sports are like the American League, like MLS and MLB oh, and mm. NHL. Oh, really? So bef- they do that American thing before every game you get the national anthem. Right. So, yeah, maybe one day we'll learn the Canadian national anthem. Not this one because it was in French because we're <laughs> in Montreal. That's the actual intro. That's going to be in there, is it? Oh, my word. No, no, no. We'll cut it out. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll cut it out. So, Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, mine next favourite track. Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, rank rank yeah, it rank okay. it on the 27 or 28 tracks or whatever we've got now. It's better than uh, Barcelona. Um, and Mexico. And probably, probably is the best one, isn't it? Yeah, I think it probably I would put it first, but ask me next week and I'll think about it a bit more. <laughs> yeah, then Silverstone will be your favourite by that time. Silverstone was did come to mind. It did come to mind. But now I'll go with that. Canada. I'm on the hype train. <laughs> so Canadian Grand Prix first one since 2019. Uh, did we enjoy it? Yes, but it was actually. I thought it was a little bit boring in places. Um, it was more interesting than exciting. That's how to describe it. That's a very a, good way of putting it. There was a lot of promise, but things didn't quite pan out to make it as exciting as I was hoping for. I Can these new cars follow as close as they actually are being sold as? That's my thing I keep thinking about. And Canada sort of made me think about that some more. They're probably closer than they would be. Mm-hmm. Last year, but they're probably not as close as they were sold, at least. Mm. Um, plus, each car is so different in every sector. You saw that between the top two and even in the midfield. Some cars were mega in sector one and then nowhere in sector three. So there's still such a range between them. Nobody's, nobody's consistently good around the full lap yet. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. My favourite part of the weekend was actually qualifying. Just wet. <laughs> just peeing it down. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a wet qualifying. And it looked like an FP3 would have like the old guard at the front. It looked like it would be Vettel and Alonso in the front row. Yeah. But Vettel faded massively in qualifying. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he said on the radio at the end of um, Q1? I did, and I can't remember it now. But he said, how they beep, did we oh, get yeah. it so wrong? And then I said, sorry, I didn't realise the radio was still on. <laughs> <laughs> Tire pressures, apparently. Is that what it was? Mm, so I, that's what they think so, anyway. Yeah, it probably didn't help that when they're running FP3, it was basically them 
on the track themselves with a couple mm. of cars, and they were just going round and round. Yeah, Leclerc didn't do anything, did he, in FP3, for example? No, didn't do anything qualifying either. He just did one lap or a couple of laps, and then that was it in Q1. Yeah, because you have to do a lap to be registered to start, I believe. That's why he did it. Yeah. Which got him through to Q2, but that, yeah. It's 107% real still, I think. Yes, I believe so, although it's um, not a hard and fast rule. It can be ignored if the stewards decide to. Many years since uh, that's had mm. to be used. Probably Super Gory was probably the last one, is it, maybe? Um, It was maybe one of the... It was like HRT or something when those teams came in. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of them got... Virgin. ...sat down at the weekend. Which I thought was... I think it's a bit harsh when they spend millions of quid to the track, qualify mm. at their last, and then mm. it's just to get parked. You're right. There was HRT, Virgin and Caterham. Probably HRT, wasn't it? And they all came in, didn't they, at the same time? Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure they were the slowest at the time. Mm. When did Super Guri come in? Was that before that? Oh, it was Mars before that. Yeah. They, had, had a, they had an old Arrows car, didn't they? Mm. To start with. Mad that. I think it was Which just... I remember trying to link back to Canada, Canadian Grand Prix 2022. <laughs> Sato had a really amazing race in the Super Guri at this venue. I feel like he might have finished in the points or been fighting for the points. Oh, I remember about a team as Ant Davidson was there for a while. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it was. I don't think he got a drive in a race seat after they went folded. No, he didn't. That was it. Well, in Formula 1 anyway. Lots of uh, LMP2 stuff. And would have been LMP1 at Le Mans and stuff like this. Mm. So, Canada. Yes. <laughs> this year. Canada Qualifying. this year. Yeah, so Clark was at the back with Sonoda because of the engine parts. Uh, as you might mentioned, both Astons went out Q1. Both Canadians went out Q1. <laughs> it's, it's just cursed. I've, and I think Latifi's is pretty much well accepted. He's he's out. First Oscar. Canadian Grand Prix for him, yes. right? And probably yeah. the last. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's his first. I don't think he was there in 2019, was it? It was Sorokin. Yeah, the yeah, mm-hmm. that's a name I've completely forgotten about. <laughs> uh, well done. Uh, he's driven there before. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, but he's he's definitely driven there before in free practice for the team, I believe. Mm. But this was his first race. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if we mentioned it last time, but it was like Oscar Piastri's going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we briefly mentioned it, and uh, that's a good move. It's a good move. Yeah, if that uh, turns out to be true, which it certainly seems like it is. Mm. And Piastri's driving FP1 for Alpine at the French Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Some extra seat time. All all the stars are aligning and wonder what Latifi does next. Yeah, Indy Formula Car, E beckons. Formula E beckons, there you go, you got it. Uh, maybe IndyCar, you never know. Yeah, I Back mean, he's, he's, not a, he's not a bad driver. He just doesn't seem to be getting on him at F1. Yeah, Albon is uh, somehow looking even better comparatively than Russell did. Yeah. Which you'd think that wouldn't be the case. You'd think it'd be even closer, but uh, he's smashing it. I mean, Albon's 12th and Latifi's 19th. Yeah. Albon almost binned it in Q2, though. He went straight on. It turned six into barriers. Yeah. But I think he, he managed to reverse it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which he managed to find reverse gear. Poor Sergio couldn't quite get his mm. car to drive out. He went off at turn three, straight into the barrier, 
and his nose just pierced through the tech pro and that wasn't reversing up. No, it was totally wedged in place, wasn't it? Even when they got the crane on it, they were still fighting to get it out from under the barrier. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved, but my favourite part of the weekend was that whole incident because afterwards Sergio's like begging them once I've craned it out to like put it down so he could go drive it back. <laughs> and and <laughs> when they say no, he refuses to take the scooter back. And ends up like chasing around beside the track on the oh, edge yeah. of a cliff. He went through some mud. bushes, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just, you're not going to let me drive it back. I'm going to walk back myself. I'll avoid Helmut Marco for half an hour. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the, uh, yeah, that's probably true. The, wasn't the rule changed about creating cars and stuff when, was it Hamilton at the Nürburgring? Mm-hmm. I know he stayed in the vehicle, but they craned him back on the track and he continued in vain, I think, because they didn't get points. But, then there was definitely a rule change after that. I think even if you're out of the car, regardless, there's no point. You can't restart, can you? No. Isn't, wasn't it outside assistance, or was that from something yes. else? Yes. No, I think it is that, yeah. So, good try, Sergio. More for goal. Joe yeah. made it to Q3 for the first time and was delighted about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. well done. Deservedly so, yeah. Schumacher also made it into Q3. The Hasses were, I think, fifth and sixth, which was... Hmm. Pretty incredible, but that 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 promise quickly went away in the race. Standard. Yep. And then George Russell took the gamble on slicks and chucked it off at turn two on his first lap on them. Yeah. Damaged the rear wing, didn't on he? That one. If he'd have got through that corner, how good yes. would that lap have been? The rest of the lap looked drier, didn't it? Yeah. But he didn't. And yeah, I didn't realise. I thought he just tapped the rear wing, but then I saw the angle from the front that shows it really. Yeah, it's bent over. It's gone. On the radio, it says, the car's fine. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, when you were a kid and you suddenly smashed something in your room and your mum shouts up, what was that? <laughs> You're like, no, no, it's fine. Nothing, nothing's wrong. We're okay. I'll keep going. Exactly that. Uh, Good on trying it, though. Oh, yeah, That's well worth it. Mm. It's well worth a go. Didn't work. I think he ended up eighth. Alonso stuck at P2. First front row start for like a decade. Which is mad. And Hamilton got a fourth and was delighted with that. Because he says the car, on Friday, he says the car was basically the worst thing he's ever driven. Mm. And by Saturday, he was over the moon. That's yeah, I think they were doing experimental parts on his car. Allegedly. Well, they did. The radio messages of whatever he said now, I'm paraphrasing, oh, it's ter- this is the worst thing, it's terrible. They then did pit. They did change something before he went out. So it might not have been like, this car in general is terrible, but since this change, it didn't work. Now I need mm-hmm. to go back to... But obviously, I think, taken out of context, it sounds uh, like a, a whinging child. But... <laughs> yeah. Something he has been known to be at times. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Uh, But Alonso wrestled it around, didn't he? Brilliant. And mm. Verstappen snagged the pole. What annoyed me about that was then, overnight and in the, into the morning and stuff were pictures of Alonso and Verstappen shaking hands, like trying to hype up the fact that ooh, uh, Alonso, there's some quote and articles out there saying that ooh, he's going to try and get Verstappen into turn one. Oh, give yeah. it a break. That, that, was, a break. that was my own excitement going at the start was maybe Alonso just launches it because he's got nothing to lose. As but, soon as I thought it was dry it was like, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Alonso was miles back into turn one I was kind of like, oh well, that's the race. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then I was like, right, science needs to get Alonso on this first lap. Otherwise, that's the gap that Max could control, but he didn't get past mm-hmm. quick enough, unfortunately. 
No, I think it's what three or something whenever DRS got opened. Mm. Yeah. He managed to get them. But there was already a gap then. So Yeah. I'm kinda getting a bit bored to the fights at the front in the last few weeks because there's not been mm-hmm. anything. And we need we need a Silverson battle to kind of kick this championship back up. Because Max is miles away. You mean it's all too gentlemanly? No, mm-hmm. I just I'd like to see some racing at the front. That'd be nice. Mm. There was Monaco, but you know there's not going to be an overtake, do you? Don't you? Mm. I do know what you mean though, because the first few races of the year there was that overtakes and re-overtakes. At the oh point. yeah, true. And that just hasn't carried on since then. Uh, well, as we all know, the Jeddah Corniche circuit is the best in the world. That's why it provides such action. <laughs> we're, we're actually getting to that point where it's climbing up the it's climbing up the rankings. <laughs> I'd certainly put it above Spain. I'd put it that way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shanghai. Appar- and... Apparently today Madrid's written to the FIA yeah. and Formula One saying that they want a race. Ooh. So, I mean they've just signed I think Spain up for another four years. Uh for Barcelona. But if Madrid want a race, that that could be quite fun. Do they have any permanent venues there already or? Uh, just go around the Bernabeu. Harama? <laughs> no. That's near <laughs> the <laughs> Gran Turismo style, remember that? Was it yeah. six where they had the, the stadium track? Yeah, Haram was apparently near Madrid, but that is definitely not suitable for Formula One. Unless uh, they're planning a street circuit again. Must be, must be. I hope not. Mm. Well, it yeah, like... oh, well, memories of Valencia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like Spa's going to go next year, and it looks like Canada and France are under threat as well. So, Why would going... you... Why would Spa unfortunately not go? Uh, go. That's that's sad. Spa seems to be the favourite for F1 to drop for some reason. Despite them um, paying for all the upgrades to the circuit over the past year. And it just being generally amazing and full of Max Verstappen mm-hmm. fans, which is good for the sport. Okay. I suppose yep. in a way the Dutch Grand Prix has kind of not mm. helped. That's true. Oh yeah, Tapa dropped that track though because that was, that was really last year. What do you think then, Jeddah or Zanvoort, which is best? <laughs> so far, it's been Jeddah. <laughs> I've I've converted. Jeddah fanboy now. Uh, so back to the racing. Uh, oh, yeah. Ma- Magnussen and Hamilton were side by side going into turn three and turn one, uh, lap one, and managed to get through it without bending each other, which is a good improvement over Spain. Yeah, but sort of. Obviously, it damaged uh, Magnussen's front wing, and he had to get the black and orange flag, and that ruined his race. So, mm. oh yeah, all Cod was on the radio saying that that looks a bit dodgy. Going somewhere, yeah. <laughs> report yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, poor Magnussen. Uh, I did, I did agree with Magnussen post race. He kind of said it was nothing. It wasn't like a big thing that was dangling off. But I also see the flip side of it's a thing that's dangling off. <laughs> yeah, Wait, if you're gonna allow Yuki Tsunoda to drive around with a duct taped rear wing, oh, that's true. That, mm-hmm. that little bit of damage to the front wing is a few years ago but... that would be nothing. So I don't know why it's all mm-hmm. of a sudden that's a big concern having an end plate flapping. Was Yuki called into the pits by the stewards though? Yes. So that is consistent mm-hmm. in that respect, I guess. Mm, yeah. You're more talking about the fact that they was allowed to go back in with the cell tape, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, duct tape is not appropriate repair, I don't think. Yeah. But, Magnuson and Hamilton again. Let's hype up some headlines. 
He knew what he was doing. <laughs> I forgot that the Clash actually, I thought they got through that clean. So well, well remembered. I mean, it's a tiniest of nicks. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was a Clash, but yeah. Yeah, you can't even see it. It's just the fact that the wing is damaged afterwards. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Russell put a good dive on Schumacher in the first lap. I love that. He's recovered. Yeah, there was actually a good couple of dives into the hairpin, which mm. in a DRS age you wouldn't expect because maybe then they can DRS you back. But him and Leclerc both went for overtakes down there, and I, I love yeah. to see that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Russell's one especially as well was just like straight out of going to mug you, basically. <laughs> yeah, boom. One yeah. move, over. Yes, yeah. yeah. It was late, it was so much. It was like Schumacher mm-hmm. left him space, which is good. Valtteri Bottas wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, did you see Gasly almost did the classic F1 online <laughs> crash yes. down into the last chicane? Yeah, I'm, coming the, I'm coming into the pits, oh, I need I to break. Oh no, wait, there's a car in front. <laughs> that was close. Yeah. yeah. He did break as well, but he just didn't give enough leeway no the, the trick there Pierre is that you go to the inside really fast you mm-hmm. catch the guy in front with your back end he gets smashed out you're fine because there's no real damage really in the games there's a little bit and then you go straight in the pits and you're fine that is very true that is actually what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. he's yeah. not been doing open lobbies enough no 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 yeah <laughs> see we can teach you something yeah <laughs> Uh, lap 8, Perez lost the engine has to pull over, bring out the VSC uh, Max and Hamilton both pitied but Alonso and Sainz stayed out mm. Oh, just quickly on that, I think it was reported at the time as engine but uh, it was transmission I think, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, transmission or hydraulics or something similar wasn't it? Yeah, driveline let's see. Alonso not pitting was a key thing here, there was two VSCs, I don't want to jump ahead No. and Alpine didn't uh, pit Alonso for either, but maybe the second one they were just the timing was a bit wrong, so maybe that was unfair. But I still don't mm. know why they wouldn't have taken it, even if they had to go around another lap. Yeah, you lose 10 mm. seconds under the VSC, or you lose 19 under the normal. Mm. That seems strange. There's there's a lot of uh, so there was a was there a water leak or something and robbed him of straight line speed? It was an air leak. Uh, an air leak. Started Sorry. on about lap 20, apparently. An air leak in the okay. engine, which didn't um, outright affect the performance, but it affected the reliability because it made it overheat. So then they had to not use full power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The thing with that is that's not what cost him a podium, which is what I've seen some video titles and mm-hmm. uh, things of. I, for me, it was the strategy of the VSC that was a bit yeah. I think even without the uh, air leak, I think it would have been a stronger mm-hmm. position if they'd have uh, pitted at the right time, in my opinion. Hindsight's wonderful, right? Where I'm chair critics. But True. Other teams did it, and it was a bit weird watching it, thinking, well, why hasn't he? Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't take it. It's a, it's a free hit. You just dropped backwards two, from that point on. Yeah, he had two chances to take it, and they didn't. Um, there was other weird strategy calls. <laughs> Norris got brought in to double stack behind Ricardo in one of the VSCs. Oh, yeah. And they didn't have tires for them. Then they put a set of tires on one side, then they took them off again. And yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and um, um, wasn't I... Albon's weird as well? Like, um, he had good track position near the start, but then when they pitted under the, one of the VSCs, then he just had no pace on his own. So it was better for him to stay 
in a pack because at least he could defend. It was something like that, anyway. He lost a lot of places, but I wasn't sure why. It was something to do with the pit stops and it was, yeah. where it happened. Yeah, because mm. he was running in the points and then he ended up like 16th or something like that. Yeah, and then wasn't quick enough to like progress. Mm-hmm. I think Albon's doing really well this year. It's just a shame that Williams have made a complete mess of it again. Mm-hmm. Mm. But and- they've clearly got enough money now to um, push on if they don't need Latifi's money, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. So there's still... I mean, I don't see anyone else... But all albums stay in there, isn't he, for next year? So, mm, yeah, right. just stick some more Duracells in, in it. Yeah, they could do well next year. Let's see. Well, they lost their, uh, lost their Instagram account yesterday for about eight hours. So. Did they? Really? Yeah, yeah. Instagram deleted it for some reason. <laughs> it got reinstated. <laughs> but their social media badge was on Twitter saying, hey, Does anyone know how to get in contact with Instagram about reinstating an account that has three million followers, please? <laughs> oh, my word. So, the, Eventually got it back. Oh. Um, Hamilton put a really nice move on Ocon. Mm. Alonso was on the radio saying for Esteban to hold him up again. But um, he made it Esteban defending the chicane and then got him into turn one. But do you think we've only seen two moves into turn one all weekend? Which is normally a bigger overtaking place than this. Yeah. It was really mm. nice as well, wasn't it? It was around the outside and then... Mm. I didn't think he was far enough ahead to have taken the corner, but he did. I'm a huge fan of that out, outside of Turn 1. Yeah, if you can pull it off yeah. and get in nice. front uh, Turn 1, it was a real nice one. Well, I, I, there wasn't many moves into Turn 1, but I think that was more just... Martin Brundle was there at the weekend, standing at the last chicane, and he was saying that nobody could take the curbs, apart mm-hmm. from Ferrari. So whereas Oh, year, Ferrari were people, using them a lot. Yeah. yeah, there was slow mo of science, and I thought, uh oh, it reminded me of when Leclerc took too much Imola and span. Mm. Yeah, but, but but they were able to cope with it. Yeah, I don't think any other cars could. Whereas this last year mm. they could, so I think that's probably why it wasn't as powerful as normal. Uh, Sainz just gets in front for out in front of Hamilton after his first stop. Hamilton then gets past Alonso, Verstappen pits and comes at level with Lewis. Lewis then takes position. Squeeze them a bit. Three. Yeah, it's, they were talking after the race. They say didn't in see the cool him. down room. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But Classic. If you were in that position, you would do the same. Yeah. Oh yeah, in you was there. Yeah. Uh, oh. But they, Verstappen just took him on the street mm-hmm. halfway yeah. around the lap anyway. Oh yeah, easy, didn't easy. really affect him in the end. No. I was but hoping when... it it would so that science would catch up a bit, but didn't. Yeah. Didn't do anything. The one thing we did miss, actually, was Leclerc's pass on Bottas. Oh, that was very late into the final chicane, wasn't it? I thought, yeah. uh-oh, that was as far as you could get without having to straight line and go around the bollard, mm-hmm. which didn't Bottas hit near the start of the race and only got a warning for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Out. And it, miraculously, it was back in place by the next lap as well, so someone must have run out and got it straight Yeah, away. wow. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Wouldn't want to be in their shoes. No. But yeah, that was a lovely pass by Leclerc. He was so out on the it brakes. Was. Only just made it through the chicane, but still held position. Yeah, because I think he parked it on the apex of the left part, mm-hmm. which meant yeah. Bottas couldn't get the run mm. down into it, turn one and two. It was fortunate he was doing that on Bottas and wasn't doing it on someone like Stroll. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd have been upside down at that point. <laughs> yes. I thought Bottas was really fair in that one. He made a bunch of moves coming through the field. I liked these two that he made later on, on uh, at the hairpin. On both yeah. of the Alpines. Yeah, I did. The well, his progress were... wasn't quick enough. 
No, some of his other ones were decent. He got Ricardo into the. Don't know how many chicanes there are. One, second chicane. Hmm. Uh, he got Ricardo into there, but yeah, you're right. Didn't he? Didn't get through quick enough. And he got stuck behind Ocon for a large portion, and just. But mm. what frustrated me about that was he just sort of gave in on the radio. I know he might not be, but he was like, no, 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 I can't do it, can't do it. And it just seemed a bit defeatist to me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, he was on knackered tyres by that point because he hadn't changed oh, yeah. them all race, had he? They, they, they were staying long, weren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and did you see, um, I thought it was a, a little bit of a burn towards Max by his engineer when he oh, said yeah? about getting stuck behind Lewis after the pit stop. Oh, yeah. And then he said, why did you not make sure I was out ahead of him? And he just said, didn't have the pace. Was the reply from his engineer. <laughs> it was like, you could have maybe told him to go a bit quicker or try to go quicker if that was the case. <laughs> it was one of those classic things when, when Max seemingly is immediately panicking, but actually it's fine. A few more corners yeah. and job done. Did you Do you think they've had a wee fallout? Because there was a comment after they got pole as well. Afterwards, he's like, uh, I could call that a masterclass, but I won't. But so good job, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like, I almost want to give you a compliment, but I'm not. So I wonder if I've had a wee lover's tiff or something during mm. the week. I also think they're just so confident at the minute. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that combination is really working. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, to be honest, I fell asleep watching it live. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a bit. Uh, <laughs> Hang on a minute. Last last episode, you were like, "Yes, it's an evening race. Can't wait." <laughs> I'm an I'm an old man. Now. An evening race means I need, I'm falling asleep mm. at eight o'clock. So I did force I did doze off, and then when I woke up, uh, Yuki Tsunoda had done a truly into the barriers <laughs> and uh, ran out wide on the pit exit. You know what? Uh, I forgot about the truly incident until the Formula One put out the video yeah. of. Um, is that where you're referencing? Yeah, yeah, that's the same. I, I was. I was yeah. there today. What was it? Off there. Was it pit exit mistakes or something? Yes. Mm. Top 10 yeah. pit exit mistakes. And there's one from, is it 98, where Michael Schumacher and the Ferrari comes out on Frenson. And I'd oh, completely yeah. forgotten about the different pit exit design, where it came out, came out before turn one, and it didn't obviously have the rule where he had to stay within the line. So he just pulls out straight in front of him and wipes yeah. him out. But yeah, yeah it says Sonoda, afterwards he didn't see him. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I couldn't help but just laugh as soon as I saw that for some reason. I don't know why it was just so funny. <laughs> yeah. If you hear the radio message before it, as he's exiting, he's like, you're racing, I can't remember who it was now, push. And obviously, mm. he just braked too late. But uh, in the cool-down room, Science was saying to Verstappen when they watched the replay, oh, there's a bump just there, and they braked before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All weekend, they were scared of it. And that's exactly what happens mm. if you brake on it or after it. Poor Yuki. He was going all right as well. But coming yeah. through the back, he was doing no yeah. bad. I'll tell you what, though. That Alpha Tower is so inconsistent. Look at the yeah. amazing celebration of um, at, at Baku for Gasly. Of, oh, that's an amazing result. And then all weekend, Gasly does nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. No. And Gasly signed up for another year. Mm. Oh, yes, signed the contract as well. So another year at Alpha Tower. I just think that was a situation there's nowhere else for him to go. Alonso's probably going to stay on. Ricardo looks like he was staying on. There's no really a seat to go to. Yeah, the only thing I would say is if Ricardo wasn't staying on, then Gasly has an opportunity there. And if I was mm-hmm. McLaren, I probably would sign him. But anyway, didn't happen. No. So at least that kind of livened up the race a little bit with the safety car. It put Sainz right behind Verstappen. Um, I think Sainz pitted under the safety car, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, for, yes, for fresh tyres. So I think he had eight laps younger tyres. Mm. 
he pressurised on the full 20 laps after the safety car. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was always... It's, it's like he, almost, he needed to be within half a second going into the hairpin. Correct. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was never there until the penultimate lap where he managed to hold on for sector one and two and he was like five and a half tenths going into the hairpin. And watching how close he was, it's like, yes, he's got him. Then he walks up, runs wide at the hairpin and that's it. Gone. Max just wins. Yeah. But he was losing so much time in sector one, it must have saved his battery or something and just nailed the penultimate lap. Mm. And then threw it all away at that at the hairpin, which is such a shame. I don't know if he was genuinely quicker than Max. Because it, aren't there three DRS zones at this track? Yes. yes. So of all the tracks where if you're just like half a second a lap slower, but you can just tow up, it's this one. I don't want to take anything away. I thought they both did really well and drove great races, mm. but Max... Uh, didn't crumble under the pressure. And pressure's not really good enough. You've got to have at least a dive at some point, I think. But he was just yeah. never close enough, really, so... No. That that penultimate lap, it looked like he had figured it out and then just chucked it, which mm. is... Like, he just needed to be patient around the hairpin and get a good exit, and he would have got him. Yep. Because mm. he, he, was, he, was, he was catching by about four tenths down the street every lap. Mm. And it just didn't happen. But it was interesting how the dynamic was that they were quicker at different parts, going back to what you said earlier. Sometimes I would think Max would just absolutely smash it in Sector 1, mm. which on paper you might think that the Ferrari was uh, should be should be quicker around that part of the track because Red Bull's all about the straight line speed. But the twisty mm. bit, actually around here, they seem to have got that sorted as well, which is ominous, I think. Yeah, the Ferrari seemed you. to struggle with traction, I think, in general. More so on Leclerc's side, because I think he had slightly less rear downfalls on. But they, that's uh, where I think they struggled. They couldn't quite get out the corners quick enough to use the top speed. I see. It's a shame in that I wanted uh, overtaking for the for the win. But it was still an entertaining <laughs> battle. It got, it got us all back into the race at that point. Because you're still never knowing, oh, what if... I'm sure if you watch the highlights back, you think, oh, well, there's nothing going on here. Mm. When you're in the moment live, it's like, well, it could happen. Come on. You're willing them on. You're looking at the sector times and the split, sorry, the split time and the gap between them out your whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Always out of DRS, because at one point it went out of DRS and you're thinking, oh, that's it, completely. But <laughs> you clawed it back. They're all saving up the batteries, aren't they? And then deploying mm. it for one. And then Max trying to second guess when science is going to do it and vice versa. Yeah, there was one thing I did think was weird, though, on the safety car is that... Um... All the teams from sort of Russell backwards stopped because they had room to make a free stop, but neither of the Mercs did. Mm. But they didn't or, need to in the end. No, but I thought, why did they not put on a set of mediums and possibly mm. challenge Science and Max? Right. I mean, Lewis actually was within sight for a few laps, wasn't he, at least? Mm. But he was on older hard tyres at that point. Yeah, yeah, true. Unless they didn't have any spare mediums, but I would have thought... With qualifying being mm. wet and FP3 being wet, they would have had some knocking about. Yeah, just out the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Mercs were point. close up the pace anyway this weekend. Mm. They reckon they've fixed the porpoising, but not fixed the bouncing, which. It's all so track dependent. I don't read yeah. into any of that. Yeah. yeah. Silverstone's going to be a big test because then it's all high speed. 
Yes, and quite bumpy, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Not massively in some places, but there's certainly places where it would bump anyway. First lap through Maggots and Beckers is going to be uh, nervous for the Mercs. Yeah. Uh, so that was at the front. Hamilton got podium. First one since first race of the season, I think. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. Uh, it was a good fight in the midfield between Stroll and Magnussen, which I didn't see on camera, but it was on the best of the onboards. Magnussen mm-hmm. did a Magnussen into the first corner, didn't he? Of sort of easing someone off. But yeah. surprisingly, Stroll fought back. He must have had a better tyre life at that point. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then Albon nicked through on Gasly as well, didn't he, at the same time? It, yeah, Gasly was like watching him going, oh, what's going on here? Oh, hang on yeah. a minute. Albon's gone by. <laughs> <laughs> so th- those were nice moves and then Alonso who had a disastrous race really all the issues pit stops then um, his driving deteriorated <laughs> <laughs> on the last lap <laughs> trying to defend for Bottas at the back straight yeah, he got his weave on again mm. right down which was watching the onboard of Bottas was quite sketchy yes because there's a point where he's going past him and then Alonso suddenly just, nope, coming over. Yeah, it's yes. like the Silverstone uh, sp- sprint last year where he only got a warning. Uh, this time, five-second penalty, was it? Mm-hmm. And deserved the sonar, in my opinion. I mean, Bottas yeah. was tentative, but trepidatious even, but still. Yeah, but one change of direction, not seven. <laughs> yeah, it's at least five, isn't it? It's yeah. mad. Um, yeah. Oh, he pushes it to the limit, I suppose. That's what he's paid to do. But uh, I, I was laughing as well because I've just remembered that uh, when he is fading back and he's behind his teammate Ocon, he's like, mm. but I'm 100 times faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but oh, yeah. Mm. Ocon was told to slow down to keep him in DRS range, though. Mm, clever. Yeah, to try and keep him ahead of um, Bottas. Bottas. Well, originally to try and keep him ahead of Leclerc, but that wasn't happening. Nah, yeah, that was that was game. No point fighting that. Well, there is actually. I want to see a race. Sorry, I take that back. But it was inevitable still. Yeah. So that that ended up dropping all at Fernando down to ninth. Joe Guan Yu got four points, which was nice mm. for him. He's had he'd be driving well, I think. Just had horrible luck. Yeah. Yeah. Mechanical failures and within a few scraps. I'm still impressed by him. I think we we all are, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we really piped him up much in our season preview, but he's doing well. Nope. It's certain past few years he's matching, if not beating Bottas for pace mm. at certain points in the race. So. Mm-hmm. No mean feat. No. Uh, another disaster for McLaren. They're so up yeah. and down every week. Like AlphaTauri. Mm. Yeah. And it's they seem to be getting all the strategy calls wrong recently as well. This was a disaster for strategy and the the pit stop error. Um, I do wonder if Norris is regretting that contract now. I'm sure his bank balance doesn't. Yeah. Plus, where would he go at the moment? I think there's no free seats coming up in the next year or two, I don't think, that would interest him anyway. Kind of with you, though, a little bit, though, because you're right, yeah, there's no free seats. But if he hadn't assigned it, would someone like Ferrari or Red Bull... Snatch up. I know it's a hypothetical, right? But he de- he was he, he was a rising star mm. to when one of those teams it would fit. But then where would yeah? I, I think the McLaren deal is almost where he was like the de facto team leader, right? Yeah. Mm. And being a team leader is 
that's the only that's how you're going to win a championship. It's just unfortunate the team's not performing at the minute. Yeah. yeah, the only other team I could see him potentially going to is Mercedes if Lewis decides not to carry on. But right, right. You know, that's a big if. No, that's a good call though. Missed the consistency, got fourth. So oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> he's going for Mr. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Crofty special. He's going for Mr. Saturday. Mr. Consistency. So, top five again. Finished fourth. Leclerc got up to fifth. Stroll managed to get a point. So, fair play to him after. A home race yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vitell, uh, they made a messy uh, strategy as well. He's going to put under safety car. Then he got told at the last minute to do the opposite for Ricardo. And. If you listen to his team radio, it's like he instantly knew it was a mistake. And ended mm. up finishing behind Ricardo. Mm. Uh, with Tifa, it was 16 and Magnus and ended up last after his pit stop. And the Drivers' Championship is. It's over. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah. 49 point lead from Verstappen to Leclerc. And a 46 point lead over Perez in second. So. Yeah, the early season promise of a fight between the two is not happening. Yeah, so I mean it's well deserved, but it's just you. Want, yeah. We want to see a fight. That's all we're saying. I think well, it only takes a couple of dodgy results for it to swing around again. But they all seem to be going Ferrari's way at the moment. The dodgy results. Uh, do you know what I think it is? The team's got two amazing drivers, very talented people, a very quick car, but I just think they're lack. They're just a bit rusty somehow. Uh, being at the sharp end. That, that mm. hardcore pace of pushing everything to the absolute maximum, which leads to some driver errors, which leads to some mechanical failures, which leads to some strategic weirdness. And Red Bull are at the top for the past couple of years, at least. So mm. they've been more of the swing of things. There's an inexperience factor as well for like for Sainz, for example, who's never won a race. That's a big mental barrier, I think. Yeah. Mm. And Leclerc, who's never really been in a consistent championship challenge to again mentally be on the absolute top each time but it hopefully bodes well for next year that's kind mm. of writing it off in my mind but if you come close and don't win and your car's good next year then you have this extra impetus I think yeah if, if only science could get that win I think the whole team would go better. yeah I think it would un- unlock something mm-hmm. you've seen that so many times in sport when the driver gets that first win, then there's this extra confidence and belief. Yeah, which will then push Leclerc harder as well. So yeah, I think. Totally, yeah. totally. Well, he's got a chance in two weeks' time at Silverstone. Mm. You'd think top speed, Red Bull, but uh, do you think Ferrari could be quite close to them there? Especially for the high speed corners. This will be a good test to see how closely they can follow in these cars. Yeah. Because it's not easy to follow at Silverstone. That's true. And I think what we'll find is the cart, really. Unfortunately. <laughs> no. So, any more on the Canadian Grand Prix? I'm glad it's back. I hope it stays. Yeah. It was, yep. it was, it was a reasonable interest in race. It just wasn't the, wasn't the chaos I was hoping for. No, it was fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, other bits of news, Yuri Vips been suspended for using a racial slur in a Twitch stream. So he's been suspended by Red Bull. There was some rumours going around about Audi. 
buying into server. Oh, right. I didn't even hear that one. But they keep trying yeah. to buy someone. Yeah, they were going around on before the race at the weekend that they were looking to buy a 20% stake in server. Um, it had apparently been signed, or uh, but they were just trying to keep on their wraps. Hmm. So, that was weird since they seemed to have been going towards the Red Bull side, but they end well, up as buying a chunky server. Porsche are meant to be going to Red Bull. And Audi wanted to have their own team. Even though they're the same parent company, they're two separate brands. Mm. Mm. Porsche is going to IPO soon, though, as well, so then mm. they can be technically even further separated and cash rich. Yeah, I believe they wanted to be just an engine supplier, whereas Audi wants to be a team in F1. Uh, interesting. There's something, there's no smoke without fire, and the Volkswagen group is definitely sniffing around anyway. Oh, yeah. That's all for me from news. Anything for you guys? No, that's, that's it. it. That's it for the F1 news. There was some news in BTCC, of course. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. Let's cover those quickly. Uh, got James Take us Gornall. away, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Gornall is in for Jack Butel for personal reasons. I'm not sure entirely what that is. Because um, in this sport, personal reasons can mean anything from unwell to, oh, I haven't got any more money. Mm. So we'll see if there's anything more than that. Um Carl Bordley is in for Rick Parfit Jr., who apparently thinks his band is more important for that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> who is his band? Oh, God, it's the RPJ band. It's a cover band, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I think so. But yeah, he's named it after his own initials. Huh. Um, oh, yeah, of course. RPJ. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. There's a teenage dirtbag cover. Hmm. And uh, Don't You Worry, Child Car. And, oh, yeah. Okay. The UK's number one event band. Yes. Oh, you, enjoy oh, your yeah. festivals, Rick. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting with James Gornall, though, is he, he was there in 2020 um, driving the Audi. But um, I don't know what the reasons were, but he stepped down from the drive mid-season. Yeah. Um, and I didn't see any reasoning why that was at the time. No. You never know. It could be just sponsor pulls out. Stuff like this. Yeah. But, yeah. He wasn't doing badly either up to that point. No, he wasn't setting the world on fire, but I think I think he had a good start to the year and then sort of faded off a bit. But he's a isn't he um his former British GT champion, but didn't he champion, but didn't he do well in Clio's at one point in his career? I think he's he's done a lot of things, that's for sure, but I'm not sure about Clio's. Oh, uh, okay, right. It's British GT I'm probably thinking. But we'll we'll stop that before I've lost it. But hmm. I it was pleasing to see Gornall on the grid. Again, and boldly, but it's only they're both only for one round, correct? As it stands, yes. And I think we should clarify just really quickly that oh, James Gornall's nickname is Jiggy. Oh, he's gone down <laughs> in my estimations. I was wondering if someone would find that when I saw when I googled him. It said Jizzy when I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that. I don't... No, but that's I believe that's the Wikipedia thing for it. Oh, dear. Which is always correct. You can never be wrong. <laughs> yeah uh, we should just quickly clarify when we were talking last week about British Touring Cars Alton Park and rear wheel drive boost it's just for the start procedure that's all I wanted to say ah, ah so yes. you found some actual detail ah interesting yeah 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 so it's just it was in the last week's Autosport Marcus Simmons right now it's just they have a rule so previously they've adjusted the gear ratios then this for rear wheel drive cars to mitigate their start advantage then they had this boost system 
where the amount of boost they can have below a certain speed or RPM, I think it's speed, and they've they've tweaked that. So at the start of this year, they sort of upped it again, and now they've mm. gone back to what they were. I think that's what it is. Anyway, either way, whatever the change is, it's to limit the boost of a rear-wheel drive car off the start line. Which goes back not to the problem the we race. said before, of um, this not being communicated to the fans. 100%. 100%. It's almost Good disingenuous sir. in a way. So, I know no, but, uh, not, he's why? a fan. Sorry. Um, yeah. But uh, Ted Kravitz, for instance, on the Sky reporting, always fills people in on these sort of things when things happen. Mm. Or the parish notices, as they call them in their phone. Yeah, but also um, the, 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 there'll be a million articles somewhere for you to search around and find it true. as well, right? Like Sky has its own website with news and stuff. The, the ITV BTCC website is barely updated properly with stuff. Well, it's certainly nothing interesting to do with rules. And that's the sort of thing that you would expect the BTCC website to have, but they, mm-hmm. they shy away from that. So they just have their press releases for their sponsors of the drivers, which is still important, but there's no actual substance there. No meat on the bone. But we're, mm. anyway, anyway, we should finish. Sorry, sorry. I love the BTCC. Mm. I love the coverage. We just think that we could improve a few things. Yeah. And there's one last thing to mention about BTCC news was that Dan Lloyd has said that he will be out at Croft. Good, 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 good. Despite mm. the price of was it ninety thousand plus? Woof. To repair it, that what, car. What was his repair budget for the year? Was it fifteen thousand or something? Forty thousand. Oh, forty. Sorry, completely made yeah, up that number. That was for the season. Yeah, this is one event mm-hmm. and over that, mm. and no insurance, which I don't think it, most people have by the sound of things. Mm-hmm. Unless you yeah. you have a sponsor, who is race car uh, motorsport insurance, mm. then maybe they have a deal, but. Yeah, and Colin Tuckman says he'll be there because his car is m- more bad damage than the thought as well. Mm. Right. It says he's fine, he's sore, but he's uh, he's fired up. So he'll be there as well. A little bit bruised. So is that this weekend, Croft? Uh, yes, it is. Mm. Yep. So we'll be back next week then with another we episode talking about our favourite series, the British Junk Car Championship. Absolutely. I am just checking the BTCC on TV article on the BTC website to make sure that I don't have to screw up my planner again. Good shout. Uh, qualifying is on ITV.com. ITV4, ITV4HD for race. And then, yeah, plus one as well. So it's not on ITV. STV this week. It's on ITV4. Ah, interesting. And uh, just final so, point. There are some BTCC activations, I think, at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, but obviously they're not the weekend because everybody's there at Croft instead. Yeah. I think you can go see drivers um, inter- being interviewed and stuff if you go during the weekday. Yeah. The uh, the Laser Tools cars were at the... Is it, who was it? Jackie Stewart Speed thing ah. that was in Scotland <laughs> yeah. last weekend. I forgot about it and then I was, I was just I was driving over that way on Monday and saw the signs and I was like ah oh, that was at the weekend mm. so apparently both Aidan Moffat and Dex Patterson were there doing burnouts in, burn in the car oh that's good yeah it's been good to know about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but missed opportunity good mood so it'll be on TV as well at some point normally bits on TV mm-hmm. and touring cars this weekend so lovely jubbly no more for you guys? Nope. No, all good. Good. Well, thanks for joining us. Leave us a good review, please. Share it. And we'll see you next week. Nice. And don't forget to listen to the Falkirk FC podcast. 
Au revoir. <laughs> that is French, isn't it? Au revoir. Yeah. Bonjour. Yeah. Oh, bonjour, no. That's Italian. That's, I've heard Italian. Right, what's the stop? I'm, I'm working my way across <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Bye. See ya. See ya.